Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Time to chat with Joe Vitale here in the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN ahead of tonight's Blues and Blue Jackets game. Joe, what's up, man? Hey, Stoltz, what's going on, man? Just hanging out in the, the bowels of the Enterprise Center, ready to get this game rocking and rolling. Absolutely. We, uh, we're we interested in talking Blues hockey, of course. Indeed. Two, two things. Though. One, I heard you, play, you played in the police versus fire department game on Saturday or Sunday and scored a goal. Heck, yeah. I was on the firefighter side. I told all those cops at the beginning of the game, I said, I don't like you police officers. I've never been I've never been let out of a ticket in my entire life. <laughs> I told them that, too. We're out the hop. They said, oh, the firefighter, because, you know, Jamal Mayers was police. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you don't want to be on the police side? I go, listen, they put me where they put me, but they put me right. I go, I, I've been pulled over at least seven times in my life. I got seven tickets. You guys want to be on anything? <laughs> I go, Joe, I'm going 58 to 20. Like, relax. <laughs> that's not good, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. You probably, probably deserve that ticket. Well, nice job. Did you guys win? We ended up losing. It was, it was a nail-biter nail to the end. Um, it, was, it was a fun game. We ended up losing 6-4 with an empty net. There was a scrap, uh, some great goals. It was nice. a great time. stuck around the Enterprise Center. So, overall, it was um, it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, and of course, just the the uh, presence from the firefighters and the police officers. And it was so much friendly banter uh, across the board. And it was just so nice to be a part of that group. And uh, those, those those guys are my heroes on the both sides, in, in all seriousness. It was, it was great to be a part of it. That's awesome. Uh, we do want to ask you about the Blues here before Kerry gets to a question that the text line has actually been asking for. Uh, <laughs> but when it comes to the Blues winning five straight, the last time we talked to you, I asked you, how do you how do you get on, on a roll here? You have to start a uh, streak. You have to compile victories to get going here because you've just been inconsistent. Lo and behold, they did. So they were listening to, uh, to us and you, Joe, and we appreciate your service here. Um so now that we have seen them win five straight, what has been the absolute main difference between what we're seeing now compared to all the inconsistencies for most of the season? Well, I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing, I mean, listen, there's a couple of small things before we get to the big things. The small thing is the power plays improved. You know, you are starting to get goals that are helping you get back in games, to tie games, to get within a goal in a game, to get a lead in the game. And they're coming from your power play. Your power play is clicking very well over the last few weeks. That's that's a non-negotiable. They knew it had to get better, and it's been better. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, you know, we're starting to see depth scoring. For a while there, it was the Thomas trio up top that was doing all the offense. And Drew Bannister addressed it to the media three weeks ago. He said, we got to start making some guys up. we got to start finding some scoring on our second, third, fourth line. Well, he's gotten that now. I mean, that Braden Shen and Jake Neighbors and Brandon Saw line, that was probably the best line on that entire road trip. And they were very consistent. Of course, the captain continues to surge. So, we're starting to get more balanced scoring. That's number two. And those, and those are minor things, right? But 
the biggest thing, and to call a spade a spade, let's just be real here, the goaltending has been exceptional. Like, with the capital E, I mean, we're talking about not just one goal of the ball. Joe Hofer and Jordan Bennington have both been just standing on their absolute heads throughout that last road trip, even last game against the L.A. Kings. Hofer with another big save late to keep it 3-3. You know, they're, they're getting out chance every game. They're getting out shot every game. The other team's got more attempts every game. I mean, you look at the, the final stat sheet at the end of the night, if you just take away the score and you look at all the numbers, you're thinking the Blues lose this game. The Blues lose this game. It's over. No, it's, it's the opposite. The Blues are figuring out a ways to win the game, and it's taking over time, but they're figuring out ways to get two points. But the biggest uh, what reason without a question is the goaltending has been stellar, and this Blues team has been getting saved when they need it. Joey, this team has started to create some pretty good habits, maybe kind of a routine, you would say. Uh, I mentioned last week that you had a story about one of your teammates who had a an odd routine with you in particular. And mm-hmm. so the, the fans wanted to know if you wouldn't mind sharing that story of, of one of the greatest players to play the game. Are you talking about the one with Sid? Now? Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. <laughs> this is a nutty story. Yeah, so um, – yeah, I've told this story a lot. I'll give you guys a more condensed version. I could be on here all day talking about the results <laughs> of it. But, you know, listen, the, the greatest in the world, of course, the Michael Jordan types and, of course, Sidney Crosby's are they're very routine-based. You know, routine basis. basis. You know they, they have a routine. They have a set. This is, this, is their, this is how they get to their game, how they get to their mindset. And I didn't really know much about it when I was a rookie coming into the Pittsburgh Penguins back in 2012. But they, they appointed me the team DJ right off the hop. They usually give it to a younger younger player, and of course I was the guy coming in and said, "Yeah, I'll do it." And, and it, it comes with a big responsibility because you got to mix up the music, you got to keep the techno for the Europeans, you got to keep rock and roll for the older guys, you got to play rap for the younger guys, and and no one's ever happy. You got to try to find some balance, and and there's really only one rule when you're a team DJ in the locker room before games, and that's it. If you have a playlist and you win that game, the very next game you have to keep the same playlist. No matter what, it's just that's the only rule you got to got to abide by. If you lose, you can change up a couple songs. But if you win, it's got to be the same list in the same order. So I think we're in October uh, of my, my my rookie year there in 2012, and I play the song "The Dog Days Are Over" by Florence and Machine. And you know, at the time in 2012, it was a big hit. About a few months ago, it's been on the number one list, you know, top ten list for a long time. And and I'm playing a song, and I'm playing my stick, and music's going, guys are getting ready, and Sid comes up to me, and, and he goes, hey, dude, this is, this is a really good song. And I said, yeah, I know, man. And he's like, dude, so I went to Italy last summer. It was myself and Braden Shen and Nathan McKinnon, and Sid starts telling me this whole story about it when he went to Italy. And this, this song by Florence Machine, The Dog Days Are Over, it kind of became their theme song because they just kind of played it throughout their whole trip. So he's telling me about going up and down the coast and going onto the islands and you know eating good pasta and this song just kept coming back. So he tells me it's like five hit stories. So anyway, game happens. He goes out there, he scores a goal and gets a couple of assists. We win the game. A couple nights later, we go to Philly, and we're getting ready in Philly. And like I said, same routine, same same lineup, same songs. And I'm over there fixing my equipment, getting ready for the game. And the, of course, the floor is the machine song comes back <laughs> again. And Sid comes up to me and he said. Hey, dude, this is a great song. And I said, yeah, I know. He goes, did I ever say the time that I went to Italy and we played this song? And it was like our routine song. And I'm looking at this guy like, is this guy <laughs> you just You just told me this story. And he starts telling me, so I just kind of let it breathe. Anyway, we win that game, okay? Same thing, three games later. Guys, we won 15 games in a row. <laughs> I'm talking about every single game. He would find me 
And I was telling Carrie and Randy the other day about this, and you know, it got to the point where game 12 and 13, my game's going to complete absolute hell. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm like mind numb from this stupid story. It's like affecting my game. And at one point, I actually hid in the bathroom. I just thought it was coming on. And I remember hiding in the bathroom at the, uh, the console energy center, and the, the song's going. I can hear it through the wall. I'm like, oh, it's almost over. It's almost over. It's almost over. And I swear to God, the door, boom. And he's like, go. I'm like, I'm on the toilet. He's like, yeah. He's like, this is a really good song. Like, no. He's like, don't take time with Italy. We missed your song. I'm like, no. Hey guys, I tell you, it went on for 15 games. And, and now it's funny. You look at the Edmonton Oilers, and they're about to make history if they keep winning. And you look at the top five list, it, I think we're number three on that list. The 2012-13-10, we went on a 15-game run. And that was a huge part of Sidney Crosby's routine. And, and, and of course, it's a, it's a silly story, but every player had something like that with Sid. You kind of just wanted to figure out you know, your role and his routine and, and basically just be available for him in, in any way you needed because you knew at the end of the day, uh, he was going to help you win some big games. But I remember when we ended up losing that on that 15th game or the 16th game, whatever it was, uh, the first thing he did was come up to me in the locker room after we were kind of getting dressed, and he just put his arm around my shoulder and said, dude, hey, that was a pretty good run. Said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good run. I'm going to need therapy for the next 15 years of my life, but it was a good run. That's incredible, Oh, Joe. my God. That's great stuff. I know a lot of people enjoyed hearing that story again. I so we, we had to, yeah, we had to bring it back because we were talking about it the other day, and I I knew that you had told me told me that, and I, I couldn't remember the exact details. So uh, you always sell it with good with great enthusiasm, man. It's, it's phenomenal. All right, before we uh, before we move on here, let you go. What um, what tonight? I mean, you got the Blue Jackets coming in. So you're 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 not a good. They're not a good team. They haven't played well. They're they're banged up. They just played in Seattle. Like this is a perfect opportunity for the Blues to continue this this winning streak. But how is a team like Columbus dangerous? Well, a team like Columbus is dangerous because you know they have some second third year players stalled that really can hurt you if you're not careful. Like this this Kirill Marchenko, he's Second year in the league, 23-year-old kid. He's got 15 goals on the year. You know, he dealt with the Blues a fit earlier in the season when the Blues lost to Columbus in Columbus. So it's players like that, those second-tier players that you don't really think about all that often, they can really hurt you. I mean, you know you're going to keep an eye on the Johnny Goudreau's, right? Those guys are going to stand out. You're going to have to limit time and space on them. But Columbus, surprisingly, does have a really nice second layer of scoring uh, that if you're not careful and you're not observant and you're not taking inventory when you're out there, they, they can burn you. And, and this is a team, too, that, you know, when they, when they get the lead, they've actually played surprisingly pretty well with the lead. Uh, I know they're allowing the second-most goals against the National Hockey League right now, but every now and then they'll get some surprisingly really good goaltending. So super important here tonight that the Blues get off to a good start. And, you know, with a, with a struggling team, like you mentioned, it's a good point. When you're playing a team that's struggling like Columbus, it's the last game before their break, too. It's been a long nine-day road trip for them. I mean, this is where you got to squash them right off the hop. You know, just take their will away right off the bat. Have a great start to the game. Get on the board early. Maybe get the first two, and they'll completely evaporate from the game. So that's certainly going to be one of the big, the big keys here tonight. Good stuff, Joe. We'll let you go. Thanks, man. We appreciate your time. Enjoy it tonight. Hey, I appreciate you guys as well. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. This is Joe Vitale here in the Fast Line on 101 ESPN. It's remarkable, man. Joey, that awesome. is a remarkable story.